going on welcome to the show this is sports with strawberry ice i'm your host jeff trunapole and as always i'll bring you sports from a west side point of view right here in snowy sleety white death is here cincinnati ohio <laughs> now if you found the show do me a favor hit that like and subscribe button smash that thumbs up i'm up to 836 subscribers i appreciate every single one of you now this show and every show is brought to you by T Properties. T Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, guys, let's get into topics of today. Now, if you guys ever follow Joe Farikaburo on Instagram, he posted a very interesting picture. I was very excited to see. It's a, it's a picture of him playing football. It says, coming soon, Joey B. I'm like, yeah, game one, coming back. I told you, Jeremy D. Told you. <laughs> now, subject we can discuss today with AJ Green most likely not coming back. Um, Who should be the next Bengals captain? I had a couple of good ideas, but one, one, one I think might be a, a good choice is Tyler Boyd. I don't know what you guys think. And Adam Pacman Jones was arrested last night. And I bring my boy, Jeremy D. What's up? What up? I tell you what, man. Uh, Pac-Man did a very, very good job this past year of staying away from the clubs and the bars. And That's because they weren't open. Exactly, my friend. <laughs> we think alike. And- <laughs> And, uh, you know, the first week, whatever, that, you know, they start to loosen restrictions, that kind of thing. Our boy is back uh, in jail. I'm sure he's probably out by now. Knowing Pat oh, yeah, he was, he was on the uh, Pat McAfee show today. Okay. today. Okay. Yeah, he was on there, and, and he was explaining his side of yeah, the story yeah. and uh, talking about he, was, he ate a couple chairs and stuff like that. So, you know, there's always oh. two sides to every uh, – Sure enough. But I I just wanted to applaud him for going a year without any problems. (laughs) You know, it might have been government related, but hey, great job to you. One year. Good job, Adam Pacman Jones. All right. Well, we got a special guest today. And I'll just go ahead and play this first and then I'll bring him on. Who? And hey, what's up, guys? Josh, what's up, what's man? What's up, Josh? And admin of Hootay Nation. What's going on, brother? Thanks for having me on. Uh, thanks for joining us. You, man. Yeah, good to be here. So what's your thoughts on uh, replacing AJ Green as captain or Pac-Man Jones getting arrested or J.J. Watt, J- Watt coming to the Bengals? Or... Oh, man. What do you got? Well, that, which ones have, have you guys talked about yet? <laughs> we just started talking about Pac-Man, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're I good to go. Yeah. 
I saw somebody touch on it, and I think uh, I think he just kind of has a drinking problem. Like he's a really nice, really great guy overall, but like if he just like hits the bottle too much, he gets in these situations that he acts out and does stupid yeah. stuff. Yep, drinking and problem. It's, it, it's plagued him his whole career. You know, it's just it, it's just something that is, I guess you could say, in his nature that it just sadly it it comes out. Yeah, every now and again, and that's it takes he is on an everyday basis. Yeah, and it takes away all the good stuff that he's really done in his career with helping the communities, and it's kind of yeah. sad. Right, right. Yeah, I agree. All right, Dennis here's got a comment. I'm bringing this up here about AJ Green. I said, "Who was going to replace AJ Green as captain?" And he said, "Call me crazy. You can't replace AJ Green, but the receivers you have maybe collect may collectively be." or maybe collectively did it get your 65 touchdowns. This would be losing from AJ green, 65 touchdowns. And that actually was not the question of actually replacing AJ green is replacing him as captain. It actually was the question. And that's actually something you brought up on a uh, who day nation there, Josh. Oh yeah. I, I mean, that is what my suggestion was um, Tyler Boyd becoming an awesome captain, but that's just by product of also the fact that we'll move on from AJ green. Right. Um, which, like, I, I, the 65 touchdown comment, like, doesn't, like, resonate a lot with me because, like, you know, I love AJ and I appreciate everything he did for us. But, like, you can't, like, be, like look at guys' past stats and say, like, right. that's why you keep him around. Well, I mean, I got to just look at the last three years. AJ has not done anything. Now, two years in a row he's, he was injured. But his past yeah. year he wasn't injured. And, like, like no, I said, but, we can repl- replace him with Michael – Michael Thomas, Thomas uh, uh, Boyd, or not Boyd, um, yeah. uh, Tate, all Tate. I mean, there's I mean, for what the production we got from AJ last year, we could replace him with a fifth or sixth round pick. And I'm not trying to talk bad about AJ. It's just, just a fact. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, I mean, even if you wanted to be the devil's advocate and um, be on AJ's defense, um, this past year he, uh, you know, was coming back from injury. He's with a new quarterback with no training camp. And then he technically played a new position that he had not been playing um, as far as lining up a wide receiver. He was lining up differently than he had been his whole career. So, you know, you can make you can make reasonable excuses that, like, maybe he still does have productive years left. Right. I just just don't think they're in Cincy. Well, I mean, me and Jeremy talked about this on the show. There there were instances instances during the season where I'm. Texting Jeremy going, that's the AJ Green of old. But I saw it very, very little, you know? Yeah. There's so many times where it's just like, man, why can't you do that all the time? And he, I, it just wasn't there. Yeah. And it could be just because he might just be done, you know? And it, it, and it, it it's just time for him to move on. Sometimes that happens with, with players, you know? I, yeah. I, 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 I still think AJ he might Watt. be able to put it together somewhere, but like. Me too. Yeah. Um, I, I just he's not he's not a number one guy anymore. That's for sure. Like, no. but he's he's he can be a good guy in a cast of of receivers. You know what I mean? Like, right. you know, it's it, it kind of uh, reminds me a little bit of the Dunlap trade. You know, yeah, exactly. You you get you know Dunlap. It, it wasn't working in Cincinnati. He had a couple of good games with uh, Seattle, then kind of faded off a little bit during in the playoff game. That kind of thing. Who knows what he's going to do next year? I can see AJ in a rotation somewhere, and yeah. I can even see him in our rotation somewhere if 
if he wanted to stay and he wanted to come at the right price. Yeah. Right. But right, other right. than that, from what we've saw this last year, well, the last three years really, but injuries, injuries are injuries. But this yeah. last year, we got maybe four or five AJ Green plays um, yeah. this yeah. year. If that. Yeah. I guess, I guess to get back to the question as far as who would be the next captain to replace AJ, I, I think it's, I think we're all in agreement. It's pretty easy. It would be Tyler Boyd. I don't know. Who else? Because, yeah. I mean, Mixon's already a captain. Or, yeah, Mixon's already a captain. Joe Burrow, excuse me, Joe freaking Burrow is already a captain. So, I mean, I, I don't think hey, T. Higgins, you're not going to – it's got to be – if you're picking from the wide receivers, yeah. it's not going to be – you're not going to pick T. Higgins over, over Boyd. You're, you're just not right. going to. Been here not right, right now. No. No, no, not right now, for sure. And, and it's also from an outside yeah. perspective that uh, Boyd has pretty good, like, leadership influence in that locker room yeah. as well. Like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like – Dude, the guys look up to him. So, and oh yeah, I mean, reason. moving forward, yeah, reason. moving forward, we got good leadership. I think on the especially on the offensive side, you got Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Boyd. Those three right there are going to be your three team leaders on the offensive side. The defensive side, you got you still got some good guys. You got you got um, Bates, Bell, maybe Josh Bynes. I don't know, but it'd be, not, it'd be nice to get some more guys. I mean, I, yeah, and that's where that's where healthy. I come back to JJ Watt. I wouldn't mind getting him. Because of the leadership and all that stuff, I know neither one of you actually uh, agree with me on that. You both think he should probably well, just go back somewhere else. With the JJ Watt thing, I just don't see it in any way like realistic um, for either side. Like um, for JJ's case, like he wants to go somewhere where next year he can win a Super Bowl. Um, That's in Cincinnati, Josh. That's right here. We're going to win but, a Super Bowl next year. Now, <laughs> hey. Now that, that that's within the realm of possibility, right? But exactly, it, it is. There, there's a lot of dominoes that have to fall before right. that like could occur. Right. Uh, so J, that's too unsure for like yeah. JJ Watt, who has maybe three years left with how yeah. beat up he is. So like, yeah, I've heard yeah, a lot yeah. of talk. Actually, he might uh, try to go back to uh, or might go want to go to Green Bay and go play in Wisconsin instead of yeah. playing with his brothers. What I've heard more recently. Go ahead, Jeremy. Oh, no, I was just uh, agreeing uh, with Josh 100%. You know, in J.J. Watt's head, the Bengals aren't his uh, go-to Super Bowl team. But at the end of the day, he, he's on the last, well said, three years, most likely, um, of even his pri- – not even prime performance, but just a solid defensive pass rusher. And I just don't see Cincinnati being a place he wants to come to. I don't know if Cincinnati wants to pay him what he's going to want. And what we'd have to pay him to bring him here. Exactly. And I I just see too much talent out there. I see a draft out there full of, full of, you know, really good defensive ends that we can get in the later rounds. I see some guys we can pick up a free agency. And when you got 40 million, Shaq, exactly. When you got $40 million, and cap space without letting – that's not without – that's without letting Geo go, um, you know, a Gino go, which could take it up and up and up. You know, I just don't see a J.J. Watt fitting, or fitting the Bengals. I, I just don't. Even though Tyler Boyd put it out there today that, you know, he'd love to have J.J., whatever, I, I just – I'm kind of with Josh on that one. Yeah, and I, and I have seen that um... – Somebody mentioned that maybe him and DJ Reader were really good friends from their time in Houston, but right, right, it, it, like like everything you said, it, 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 on both sides, I just don't think it's the right fit. 
Um, I, I think he's looking at like, you know, like if you said four teams, it would be Green Bay, Kansas City, Tampa Bay, and the um, Steelers, you know, the, the brother situation. But yeah, like, right. TJ. Yeah. Um, even the Steelers, I don't even think like really have a chance at it because I don't think he thinks they're close enough. No, well, the thing is, too, is with the Squealer situation with Pouncey retiring, now yeah. Ben is coming back saying, well, I, which, dude, honestly, Ben's not going to retire. That, that He gets talk all he wants. I, he is going to play until he can't play anymore, until they make him leave, in my opinion. But he's talking about he might not come back now because Pouncey uh, retired. But here's the uh, the tweet that Boyd uh, sent out. He said, Bengal, Bengals, bro, let's turn this up. <laughs> so there you go. That's what Boyd said, and he's uh, he was ready to go, fired up, trying to get J.J. Watt there. But I don't like I said, I, I put it on Houday Nation and stuff, which, by the way, thanks to Houday Nation, as always, for letting us live stream. And Ohio State Bucknuts, those two uh, uh, groups let us uh, live stream on there, so I appreciate both those. Um, but, yeah, I, I, don't really, I don't really see J.J. coming here. Um, and I don't see him going to the Steelers, because like you said, for that same reason that he wants to win – I'm I'm more leaning toward. I think he might go to the Packers because one, he's from Wisconsin. Two, they got a legit chance to win. If they could add some freaking weapons to Aaron Rodgers, they'd be they're gonna be really tough to beat. Yeah, I think another wild card team um, that I saw a couple of recruitments come out of was the the Bills, and I could see that making sense too a little bit. Like yeah, yeah. Um, you know they they're right on the verge there, kind of like a blue collar city. You know I can see that working with them, but like um, I think um, Stephon Diggs like tweeted at him and uh, Andre Reed. So Bill's is coming out strong. <laughs> All right, Dennis says, "Hey, this is my opinion. If the Bengals draft Jamar Chase, he should be captain." I may be wrong for thinking about. Drafting Jamar Chase. Now, I don't think you're wrong for thinking about drafting him, but no. if you draft Jamar Chase, I don't see how you put him over captain over Tyler Boyd. Boyd's been there, and he's been the number one right wide receiver for the last couple of years. So I'm love you, Dennis, but I, I I don't see Jamar Chase being captain over Tyler Boyd. Yeah, yeah, it it's just that that doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, um, yeah, um. You know, I, I could see a situation where we took Jamar Chase at five, but um, it was it was crazy enough last year. Um, Joe Burrow earning a captain honor as a rookie, um, and he's a quarterback where like he has, he stands a chance of like having far yeah. more influence. But a rookie wide receiver doesn't yeah. like. You yeah, know, Burrow has the ball in his hand every play. Yeah, and so you're not you're not communicating to the team as a large group as just as much as a quarterback is. Like it's just not the same. Like. Yeah, you know what, and I don't know what you might think about this, but, you know, they've been talking about uh, Tooney from New England, oh, yeah. signing him. That's and my then, number one priority. Yes. There you go. Yep. And they've also been talking about Milano, linebacker, out of, out of Buffalo. What I wanted to ask you, Josh, was what do you think if we added Tooney – we take Milano, which will help kind of shore up the young linebacker core we have. Draft comes around. Do we take that offensive tackle? 
that, and I'm playing devil. I'm I'm completely playing devil's advocate here. I'm saying we're not going to take a tackle in free agency, which I think we will and we should. We will, yeah, we will. That that that's the worst case scenario. Is what you say? We don't take. We don't yeah, sign one. Worst case what, scenario, what do we, we do? Take, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tooney and Milano. Do you <clears> still <throat> take Chase at five if Sewell's there or if Slater's there? Uh, if Sewell's there, that's uh, he's the uh, auto take for me. Like it, the, that's just, but I just don't think he will be. Um, but yeah. Um, what about Slater? Uh, Slater, I, I'm not. I, I don't like him at five. Um, I I think you got to trade back to take Slater. Move back more around yeah. like eight or nine. Well, I'll put it to you this way, and I've said this multiple times if they don't fix or they don't go after a tackle or a guard in free agency which i believe in my soul that they will but if they don't you gotta take stool you, you have to what's up yeah. keithy what's going on brother hey man hey, um i i think you're right i from what i'm seeing i don't think Sewell's gonna be there and <clears throat> i want to get you guys take on this i i sent you uh jeff i sent you a clip of, of this of this kid yeah, I didn't get a chance to look at it. I, I did. I did see that though. I, I haven't had a chance to look at He's it. He's been talking about him all day. <laughs> Not. <laughs> well, here here's one of the things I that I was you know I was playing amateur GM and you'll like this probably Jeremy because I'm talking about an Ohio State kid. Um, I didn't know Corey Lindsley was a free agent. Uh-huh. To me, he's one of the best centers in the league. What do you guys think about trying to sign him? Along who, who did you say? I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, who did you say I was reading the comments? Who did you Corey Lindsley, Packers center. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I didn't know. Put him at center, kick uh, um, Trey uh-huh. Hopkins to the other guard, Tooney at the other guard. If you come think- to that five pick and it looks like Sewell's not going to be there. Right. And actually what I think you should do is trade down. I, I, I would trade down with Denver or Carolina. And uh, I would take – Jeremiah uh, Uh From Notre Dame, you're talking about? Yeah, because that's where we've been gassed on defense for the last three or four years. We have right nobody that can cover a tight yeah. end. And this yeah. kid, you can put him everywhere. The Indianapolis Colts game. That, that, I remember that game. We How many times does the tight end get right out of the middle of the field? And I'm yelling at Armandale, what are you doing? <laughs> well, Baltimore. Baltimore kills us with a tight end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Josh. What do you think? Um, I, I mean, I, I like the idea of Lindsley. Um, uh, if the price is right, I, I don't think you can like really break the bank on a center. Um, but I, I think you know, like if he wants to sign a deal that's uh, you know, I don't even know what the top centers get paid, but I, I wouldn't pay him double double digits per year. That's just. I think you can spend that money elsewhere, like in you know at the tackle position, the guard position. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, but on the flip side though, like I wanted to jump back with what Jeremy was saying about Matt Milano. Yeah, I'd, I'd I'd rather sign I'd I'd rather lean towards uh, the center than Milano just because I even more so hate the idea of paying a linebacker twelve thirteen million dollars a season. Especially when we got we got uh, Wilson and we got uh, Davis Gaither, who I think are going to going to step up this year. I, think, I, I was I, I was impressed with both of them, to be honest. And I, I think Logan Wilson really impressed me a lot when he was playing last and, couple and, games. He didn't play. Yeah, and Bynes Bynes came on mm-hmm. towards the end of the year. Yeah. Pretty, but it was, 
Bledsoe came on like the last two games of the year. Where was he at all year? Is Black- well, I mean, you know, coming from a 4-3 defense in Baltimore, he came to Cincinnati, which Lou was supposed to turn into a 3-4 defense. Right. And that's kind of rough on a linebacker when you're trying to figure out what the hell we're doing here because we're playing 4-3 four, uh, four, more than we are 3-4. Pretty much the whole season, so I give Bynes a pass, and I think he kind of uh, he, he stepped it up the last two, three games of last year, and I can just see I I can see him growing and adding into our defense. Personally. Yeah, I, I'm encouraged with what he did the last last couple of games. That was awesome. I just I'm worried because he didn't do it until the end of the year. You know, that's that's my Logan Wilson when he played. He I'm like I said, he played I think really well for a rookie his uh, for a rookie season. And I, I'm I'm very excited to see him moving forward. Not that Bynes can't. I'm I, I I hope he does build on what he did at the end of the year. I'm just where was he at, at the beginning of the year? That's just is that is that armadillo or is that Bynes? You know, because I mean, there was a couple of times Bynes he'd drive me nuts. He would be like like um, Lawson. He would get to the quarterback or he'd make a play in the backfield and he couldn't tackle the guy. I I, I just won. I can't remember what game it was. I got it in my head, but. It's on a, a sideline side play. It's running back. He beats his blocker. He gets to the running back, and the running back shakes him off. And he runs for another 10 yards. I'm like, oh, it would have been like a five-yard loss. I'm like, oh, those are things that, you know, we can't yeah. have happen. And, and the last two games of the year wasn't happening for, for Josh. But no, the thing about that, Jeff, it's not just him. That's been a problem with that entire defense. True, true, true. For yeah. several uh, years. Yep. That's yep. what I was going yep. to Yep. I'll definitely give you that. So apparently we have a Jets fan on the live chat and he's arguing with everybody. <laughs> Welcome, Jets fan. Hey. Uh, he just tried to talk trash about how, how bad the Bengals are. I mean, I know the, the Jets have uh, been awesome. They went to one one Super Bowl and won. Like, you know, they're, oh, the Jets are better than the Bengals. <laughs> oh, definitely. The Jets are the talk of the town. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Getting rid of their quarterback. I mean, you can't get any better than that. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're – they're so good, they screwed up getting the number one pick overall. <laughs> hey, we love you, Jets fan. We're kidding, buddy. We're kidding. How many butt fumbles have you seen? <laughs> That's true. I have seen a Mark Sanchez, and I have seen a dirty – I mean, a Mark Sanchez. And <laughs> But, no, uh, yeah, not, not not too much to be excited uh but as I mean, a Jets fan, come on, guys. I, I just think it's funny. Jets fans coming out here talking trash about the Bengals. I'm like, you're you're picking two, what, four spots higher than us. I'm like, I'm not yeah. sure what you're talking trash about, but okay. But we love you guys anyway. It's, it's all love. It's all love, brother. Yeah, and we've we've been to a Super Bowl since the Johnson administration. <laughs> right. We've been to two. <laughs> two of them. There you go. Uh, Devontae, she thinks uh, we need to go after J.J. Watt. I, like no. I said, I, I, I think it's worth a phone call. Like I said, I've said that. But, Big you know. Resign Lawson. Resign Lawson. Yep. Uh, dude, I, the guy I would love, which it killed me. I didn't realize this until Jeremy brought this up a couple weeks ago, of how close we were to Sean, signing Shaq Lawson. Or Shaq. Um, Barrett. Shaq, no. Barrett. Yeah, but now his yeah, price Shaq, tag Barrett. is much yeah. higher than it was then. Yep. Yeah, exactly. That and we could have got him for 14 for, for two years. Yeah. And uh, he had a shoulder injury. It's like uh, who whatever doctor said that should have been fired. Because if we get him, which I I honestly I don't think he'll give us a time of day after that. He's I think he's gonna resign. 
Yeah, I, I think I think um, um, well, I think a lot of them are going to resign, and a lot of other veterans yeah. like JJ Watt are going to try to go there. Mike Williams already said he's going to restructure his deal so they can bring back as many people as they can. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. And they 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 are they are in win now mode, and they know they got they got the goat, so they got a chance to win every year with him. Yeah. It, and you know how I feel about this whole J.J. Watt thing? I, I feel like all of these be- – and I – it's me too sometimes, and then I have to realize, pull back, what's going on. But we remember J.J. Watt in his prime, just devastating Andy Dalton, picking him off, running it into the end zone. Why do you oh, always got to bring up bad memories, Jeremy? What? <laughs> Nobody likes me, man. Um, but the, the, this is what it is, and I truly believe this. As Bengal fans, we we watched this, and it was just kind of like, what's going on here? This guy's taking over the game. He, he, you know, he just intercepted Andy Dalton on a four-yard pass. He just snags it out of the air like it's nothing and walks it into the end zone. And I think we've got a little bit of, you know, J.J. Watt – from 15 or whatever. Well, I think it was 15 um, action going on that guys, he's not that player anymore. That's kind of better than a lot of what we got. Yeah. What was that? What was that? Josh. Josh. Oh, he's he's you know he's just he's definitely an improvement from like you know like he makes that position group better, but I I just don't think the you know weighing everything out like what you might have to pay him. I I'm kind of curious to see what kind of money he gets because I think he could go anywhere from like a veteran minimum to like taking ten million a year somewhere. To, you know, just yeah, it can be a toss up honestly. Well, that, exactly. that's that's my fear with with Lawson too because I think. Jeremy, you said there's like eight teams or whatever, that are, or that, or is that Willie J three? Two, uh, two are, are, are Willie yeah. J's got eight teams that, uh, looking at him right now. So yeah, that, that's actually my that, my concern with her. Those two are our two biggest free agents. I think we need to sign. We need to sign Willie yeah. J three. We need to sign Lawson. My my concern is that they'll have other teams go after him and they'll up the price. Now the Bengals have a lot of money under the salary cap, but we can't be stupid with our money. You know, we got to make sure that we sign these guys, but also have money left over to sign our, our uh, draft picks and hopefully get some offensive linemen and some uh, defensive players to get pressure on the quarterback. Yeah. But we also didn't get, well, you know, uh, Trey Waynes to be opposite of LaShawn Sims. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to have to, we're going to have to either sign Willie J or sign a solid quarter uh, cornerback because we definitely don't want to go through another year of one decent quarter cornerback in WJ three and LaShawn Sims on the other side. And whether it be right. Wayne and LaShawn Sims or WJ, we, we wanted two solid cornerbacks and it didn't work out that way. We lost our quarterback this year. Everybody knows their injury history, no excuses, whatever, but man, I just don't want to see two cornerbacks, one of them uh, all pro and the other one a LeJohn Sims. Well, I think that's, to me, that, uh, that it might help a little bit if you do trade down and get extra picks because mm-hmm. then you've got an extra pick and you could go for a corner. 
Well, that's the thing they could they could easily do that. I, I would be fine with them doing that as long as they get that tackle and get that guard free agency. Then yes, I would trade trade back and hopefully get somebody's second round pick. So you have two of them, and you know, maybe instead of picking fifth, you're picking sixth or seventh or eighth, and you can still. I mean, there's gonna be five guys that the Bengals could, that could help the Bengals. I think they've all talked about the Bengals draft: Sewell, Slater, Pitts, Chase, and Smith. All five of those those guys, and as many quarterbacks as I think are going to be drafted, I think there's a chance if you go down to six or seven or even eight, there's a chance one of those guys will be there. And plus, you could add a another second round pick with it. But the only way I would do that is you got to sign, uh, you know, a left tackle and a guard in, in the uh, off season. Oh, definitely. Well, and another thing that's going to help in this draft is it looks like there's going to be a, a, a run on QBs and wide receivers, mm-hmm. and there's some sleepers in this draft. I tell you, kid. Of course, I'm Jeremy. I'm like you with UK. Great uh, Jackson, late round center. I think he's going to be hell of a pro. Um, you could probably get him fifth, maybe fourth, fifth round. And uh, you know that's why I like the idea of trading down. If you don't have Swell there, then I mean, even that's a crapshoot, but if he's he's yeah. probably the surest thing in this draft. And if he's not there, you might as well go for extra pick. Exactly. Yeah, Josh, I mean, Josh, can you hang out some more? Or you you got to get going. I know you said you only got like 30 minutes. Yeah, I'm going to do it good right now. But um, okay. I, I really, I really think that, like, I mostly lean that if Sewell's not there, like, we should trade back a few picks. Um, like, I think – like almost any other option is a touch of a reach, um, but I, I I can get comfortable with the uh, chase or even pits, but like I really I would feel better about taking them at like seven to nine than I would five. Well, Josh, before you go, can I ask you one question? If yeah. since we have you know the space that we're going to have and. We, right now, we still have under contract Gino, uh, Giovanni Bernard. If we take care of that line completely, tackles, an extra guard, we'll have Hopkins coming back. God forbid, I hope it don't happen, but Billy Price have to start a couple games <laughs> if Burrow's back first. Bobby Hart. Uh, well, we got to get rid of Bobby Hart. <laughs> and Bobby well, backup, maybe. Backup. Just leave. I want Bobby Hart yeah. to backup, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. But if, if you feel like we have solidified the line for Joe Burrow, you would feel okay with his chemistry and us not being able to watch him actually do hardly anything, maybe other than a pro day, you would be – you would rather have Chase than Devontae Smith as a Cincinnati uh, Absolutely. Uh, first, if you just like do the the lazy argument and break down the numbers, um, exactly. Uh, Chase actually averages like more yards per catch. Um, mm-hmm. He is also, I think, about thirty pounds larger than Devonte Smith is. Exactly. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. like like the, the frail small guys just don't seem to work out more often than like. I mean, you know, you have the guys that hit and they're smaller, but. Often those those guys struggle. It just it just doesn't work. You can't be 175 pounds really that well, often in the NFL. That's right. Um, and uh, 
I don't know. And of course, just the built-in chemistry. He's he played with Joe. Yeah. Um, that, that 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 right there to me is the number one big. reason I would take him over over Smith. That yeah. chemistry was unbelievable that they had at LSU. Yeah, and I, nope. I like. I, yeah, I just think really when you actually break it down, other than if you just take the take the Heisman Trophy and just put it aside, like talk talk about the player player and player comparison. I think Chase is the better pro choice. Cool. All right, man. Cool deal. Yeah, I can't. I can't argue with that at all. Hey, Leo, or Lilo says uh, they should get Sean Wade for cornerback. Not outside. Not the way he played outside this year. No, 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 no. He is an inside slot corner. I'll tell you right now. You take him and you put him on the outside. He's going to look. Watch the Alabama game. Don't talk to me about Clemson. Watch the Alabama game. Look what Devontae Smith did to that boy. I mean, his ass is still lit up. It ain't worth it. We we don't want it. No, don't need it. So, uh, so, so Jeremy, what you're saying, he's the modern-day version of third and Billups. After Billups had that a uh, couple big seasons, me and my best friend, we would watch Bengal games. And whenever it was third and long, we go, uh, it's third and Billups. Yep, exactly. There you go. I mean, I, no, no way, no way. Yeah, I, I was just waiting to get to put that one up there for Jeremy. <laughs> the Ohio no. State Buc- Buc- Buckeye fan. When he played in his right spot, the guy can be a shutdown as a slot as a slot corner. Other than that, no. And I, I'm not going to get in trouble over there with you. So that, that's all I got to say about it. <laughs> and by oh, the way, goodness. I agree with Josh on Devontae Smith. I think the fact that he played at Alabama, the fact he had a huge national championship game. And I'm not taking anything away from him, but he's, he's not good. a big kid. No, he's not. And, you know, he's not going to be playing for a team that basically is dominant over the other teams in every position, like at Alabama. And and like I've said on here a hundred times, we're, we can sit here and talk horrible about Devontae Smith, and next year he goes to a team and lights the freaking league up. And It's all about fit. It is what Jerry it is. Rice. They said the same thing about Jerry Rice. Too small, too slow. Yeah. Yep. Well, you also got to look at that for Smith. They they had specific specific packages for him that for some reason nobody could stop him. Because I, I personally, I think he was Alabama is faster than well, they're faster than Ohio State. Sorry, Jeremy, but they were. And well, that's not two, going. They that's also not have going two other receivers not, that are going to be in the top, go in the top two rounds. Yeah, but he, but he, my thing, my point is, he's not going to be faster than everybody else in the NFL. That's going to oh, be yeah. where the difference is going to be with with, with, with Devontae Smith. See how how he translates. That's where you got to be a really a great route runner and get out of your and out of your breaks fast. And which I'm not saying he doesn't. He he did. I'm just saying he outran a lot of people too. Well, right. you know the perfect example of that was Peter Warwick. Peter Warwick was a great kick returner when he was at Florida State because he could he do knows. that move where you go one way, you circle back, mm-hmm. and you outrun everybody. Mm-hmm. He, he learned real quick when he got in the pros. You don't work. outrun guys. In the could be. No. Yeah. Could be. But I wanted to ask Josh that question. And, Josh, I know, dude, you're probably wanting to get out of here, man. Worse. And, dude, it's a thrill to have you on. I'll let Jeff take over from here. But, dude, I'll be seeing you on the Houday Nation, my friend. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, exactly. Thanks for uh, coming on the show, Josh. And as always, thanks for letting us uh, live stream on Who Day Nation. I appreciate it. And 
yeah, I mean, all the other help you've, you've given me give me the last couple of weeks too Nah, no problem at all this has been a good time I, i'll definitely be back on some some other time we can talk some more Bengals. sounds good uh, brother it's been great talk to you guys all later. right man hey take it easy who day who day who day All right, Keithy, oh, just on, you, buddy. <laughs> on to Keithy. Hey, oh, I got hey. Oh, I was gonna, okay, go ahead, and then I was going to add what CBS had to say about the Bengals. You go ahead, no, you, you, no, you, no, you do that first. We'll keep Bengal talk going. Go ahead, because I got okay. not Bengal talk. Go ahead. Uh, okay. Where I was just going to let talk? you know, um, CBS put out on their, you know, uh, teams in 2021 – so even though the Bengals won six games in two years with Zach Taylor, but boy, oh boy, will Burrow return under center give them an adrenaline boost? For the second straight offseason, the Bengals also have a ton of money to play with, meaning they can continue to surround their young quarterback with talent. Maybe it's help up front, please. Maybe it's another weapon to fill out an already promising wide receiver core. Either way, if Bing, if Burrow can stay upright, since he should easily be bound for an improvement well over 4-11-1, it helps that rivals like the Steelers are regressing as they battle age, cap issues, and quarterback questions. I can see the Bengals going a long way. Yeah, baby. I mean, like I said, it's it's pretty simple. We get a left tackle. We get a guard. We get Hopkins back at center. Our offensive line is, I think, set, and it's going to be pretty good, and it's going to give Joe Burrow time to actually do more than a three-step drop. He'll actually be able to do a five-step drop, maybe throw some deep balls. Yeah, like I Mahomes. Yeah. Like, you know, Mahomes don't just run around and throw these good passes right. because – He's got a good offensive line. He can choose his holes. He can- well, he did, except for the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, well, Lord have mercy. But two, tackles. Two, two, two tackles out. But right. you know what? Yeah. I don't want to hear that crap from Kansas City because we ain't had tackles in two damn years. Exactly. Well, here, you know what? Here's what I think. If, if free agency in the draft went the way I wanted wanted to go, you pick up two top O-linemen free agent. Then, even if you miss out on Sewell, I'm a big believer in you take the best guy available. And Jeremy, you hit the nail on the head. You've got Joe Burrow. Probably the closest comparison is Mahomes. Build that same team. So what's that mean? If Kyle Pitts is there, you take Kyle Pitts. If you've already addressed offensive line, you take Kyle Pitts. Could you imagine Burrow with that kind of tight end? Oh, yeah. Well, that, that was going to be my next question. Would you play him at tight end? Do you think he's – me and Jeremy are kind of – I'd move him all know, over. That that You could do that. You could play him at – he he could be sure. a big enough weapon. You could play him at tight end, at, at, at wide out. You could move him all over the place. So that, that could be even a bigger weapon for uh, Joe Burrow than Jamar Chase. If you look at it that way, the places you could move him around. True. Yeah. That's why I like him more than Chase. Plus, the fact that Chase opted out, I don't like that. But right. to me, the the dream scenario is you set your offensive line through free agency. You end up 
you trade down and actually end up getting Pitts and Jeremiah uh, uh, Wusu Koromoa. Now you've addressed your offensive line, another weapon for Burrow, and the biggest need on your defense right now, other than a pass rush. Yeah. So you can cover a tight end and rush the pass. Right. And that, that's the thing I always got to try to I feel like I, I want to remind Bengals fans is yes, we all keep banging the drum for the offensive line. Well, we got to fix that defensive line too. Cause you gotta, you gotta do both. And, and it, the, I, you know, my wife's a Buccaneers fan, but if you look at the Super Bowl, the reason they won that Super Bowl, they won at the line offense, defense, they, they won the line. And 90% of the time in football, if you can dominate both sides of the ball at the line, you're going to win the game. I don't if care you don't how, turn it over. What, what weapons you got. You can have the greatest show on turf or whatever they you know used to call it back in the day. Game. And if you don't oh, have yeah. yeah, if you don't have an offensive line, you're not, you know, it, or a defensive line, you're gonna struggle. But if you have both, you, 90% of the time you're gonna win the game. Well, See, you, you guys can believe this or not, but one of my best friends is a Steeler fan. And back when he played the Packers and the Packers beat him in a Super Bowl. I called the game within a touchdown. Pittsburgh got a late touchdown, or I would have had the score right. Right. And I told him, I said, here's why the Packers can beat Pittsburgh. They can rush the passer, but here's what the difference is. Roethlisberger's the size of a car. (laughs) The Packers didn't need two or three guys to get him to the ground. One guy could get him to the ground. And I told him, I said, the, those near misses during the season that he turned into big plays, those are going to be sacks. Right. Sure. And that's the that's thing, man. Well, we've said it a million times. You you dominate offensive and defensive line. You don't have to pay $20 million a year to your, your skilled people on either side of the ball. Yeah, you yeah, don't have to be that good. I've said that before. I'm like, it, it's a team game. If you dominate at the lines – that makes everybody else's job easier. It makes your cornerback's job easier. It makes your running back job easier to, to run through holes. The, quarter, the quarterback has time to throw the ball. Wide receivers can get open. Right. It helps everything. That's the beginning. It should be the beginning and the end of your team. you got to start building that part first. And, not, and, and people say, well, the Bengals never do that. In the Bengals' defense, as far as the offensive line goes, they have tried. Now, they screwed up in 15 and let these guys go. They should have let go. You know, we've all documented that, but they've been trying to draft guys to replace them, and they've failed miserably. So that's why I go back to my point where Sewell is the, the quote-unquote best lineman in the draft, but like you say, Keith, he, he opted out, and that kind of worries me too because I don't know. They haven't played football in a year, so you don't and, know what you're going to get, to be honest. So I yeah. would rather get a proven guy like Morton, Tooney, uh, Trent Williams, somebody like that. There's enough free agent uh, line, uh, linemen out there, tackles and guards, you can you get two of them, then you don't have to take that that tackle in the first round. You can right. take the best player available, or like we've all said, they could trade down, get more picks, and take the best player available there. Well, and if you trade down, you've still got the possibility of building depth and finding right. a guy in the draft because you're going to get oh. extra picks. True. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there, there's guys that are Pro Bowl players throughout the NFL that are not first round picks. So, I mean, you can find guys second, third round, 
whatever. Well, and, they, and as long as you do your 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 due diligence, you can find them. And and, and you can look at a boy. He he was a guaranteed lockdown offensive tackle. Didn't work out. You know, so that's why I believe Andre Smith. Andre <laughs> Smith, another lockdown. Had a couple what you make can call decent years. Um, but you know what? If if I'm sitting here with the Bengals cap, not only can we fix our offensive line and free agency, we can still go out and get one pass rusher. And then we can add more pass rushers later in the draft. But I say that to get back to this. If it were down to Pitts or Chase, I would have to take Chase. Two reasons. He opted out, but he has great, great rapport with Joe Burrow. And the other reason is Pitts is a tight end, in-betweener type. He's not going to block very well. But we've got a 6'7", CJ. Ooh, some. And another 6'3", 6'4", Drew Sample, who played a pretty damn good year. So to use another pick on a third tight end slash maybe running back, he's not going to block that well for you. I would take Chase just because of the rapport with with Burrow and give him a real, a real extra weapon. If we have is if we've taken care of both lines, pass rushing, offensive offensive line, or get one pass rusher in free agency and then get some more in the fourth, fifth round. You can find some diamonds in the rough there too. That's that's where I'm at. Well, well, here's, here's where, where I disagree, I disagree with, with you, and we're splitting hairs here. Yeah. To me, the difference between getting a Kyle Pitts, and he is a better blocker than what you think, but the difference between getting Kyle He's not Pitts. big for a tight end, though. That's the thing that scares me. Well, yeah. hang on. Right, You're not going to play him with tight end all the time. Right. I, I would move him around. But the difference to me between him and, and Chase is every team in the NFL practically – has a guy that can beat you deep. Has a guy that's a, that's a threat that you got a game plan for. But how many of them have a guy that you can move all over the place and is a tight end who can get deep? Like and I, here again, I'm going with the KC model, right? And I think he fits that. Then again, we don't have a Tyree Kill. We've got basically two possession receivers, so. You could actually go either way on that. You could, you could have Chase as your Tyree Kill and, uh, or Pitts as your Travis Kelsey. Right, but either right. way, you're not missing. You're still right. coming away from the draft right. in good shape. Yeah, Jets. Jet fan says I would pick Pitts because you already have T. Higgins, and Pitts is a nightmare matchup. You can use him at wide receiver. Tight end, look at Mahomes, like you just said, Kelsey, Brady, Gronk. Yeah, uh, that's that, that. I mean, honestly, I, I was you guys are not always a change in my mind, but it, it, it is an interesting uh debate to have because I was, I mean, I was with Jeremy. I mean, with you know, he, he, Jamar Chase has already been with Burrow and he's been uh, there, there is no warm up to get to know each other, they already know it, you know. But Uzama, I love Uzama, 
And I think we're going to be fine with him. But he is coming off an Achilles heel uh, tear. So I do think either way we go, they do need to address that to have somebody else there. So, I mean, if they, if they draft Pitts over Chase, I'm not going to be upset. I'm going to be more upset if they don't fix the offensive line. If they fix that offensive line, defense line, I don't give a crap. They could draft, draft Chase or Pitts. I'll be fine with either one, to be honest. But This is – okay. If we're going to talk about Pitts and Chase, this we're not going to have a combine. So I want to see Pitts speed – versus Chase's speed, because we both know they're great players. We both know they're great route runners. And I want I, I would like to see how what the weight difference is, and I would like to see him blocking at, at, they do they'll have all kind they'll have all kinds of stuff to do with their pro days. And if Pitts can block like a tight end and he's got the speed that's you know within point two point four seconds of chase hey you can call me a pits guy but if chase is blowing the guy out of the water running and we already know that he can run great routes and pits with his in-betweener is way you know a good bit behind him and in weight as well like i was saying to block i'm not going to be so much of a pits guy that's why i wish we were having a freaking combine this year yes exactly but here again like i said either way if if they're both there at our pick it's not like we're gonna whiff you know like i said that's that's exactly what i'm saying i mean if they're both there do your line yeah it's a win-win you you pick chase you pick pits they're both gonna be great players i think so i you know i just i to be honest if the, if it comes down to those two, I think the Bengals are gonna pick Chase because Joe Burrow. I mean, you know, that's yeah. I think Joe Burrow's gonna say Chase. You know, yeah. nothing yeah. against Pitts or anything, but Burrow's already played with him. You know, he's already got you know already got the connection. So I, that's where I think they would go go that direction. But e- but either way, as far as the tight ends go, I do think they do need to address it. They do need to get and you can get a guy in the, in the third or fourth round. You oh. know, get somebody in there as another uh another. Uh, Another option, but a guy who can block and pass you or and catch. You need him to do be able to do both. I mean, Sample got better at blocking. I will I will give him credit because he couldn't block for crap his first right. couple years. Well, when but, his was the the blocking guy. But he, here's the problem with both of those guys: they can't stay on the field. We really don't know what we got because right. they both have had injury problems. That's so, true. You know, you really don't know what you have. You know, I'd say fifth round. There's going to be a tight end that has been left behind, maybe maybe fourth, but fifth round going to be left behind that a lot of uh, the analysis dudes are high on that we could get, bring in a little bit of, uh, you know, competition. But the fact of the matter is, is if we're having this conversation in June – we did really well because we yeah. know if yeah. you get what I'm saying. Yes. Um, I tell you, we're yeah. going to know what's happening. I hope we're we do. <laughs> well, and, but, because and we're going to have our offensive line fixed. We're going to have a pa- we're going to have pass rushers. Well, here's here's another thing: is uh, with all the money we got with free agency, there's some veterans. If you wanted to bring in a veteran for depth, I think Jimmy Graham's. Contracts up, there a couple you go. guys. There's a couple of guys that you could bring in. 
uh, Zach Ertz. That's the thing. There is so many veteran players out there that are available that we can get them, and I don't think it's going to cost us a ton to get them. And to we be got honest. and we got the money. Like we got almost forty forty million dollars under the cap, and that, that's you know that's not counting get rid of a Geno Atkins. So we're going to have the money. And somebody posted on here in the live chat. Well, we got to get Mike Brown to spend money, and I'm getting so sick and tired. Oh of that Lord. comment. He spent money last year. He, sp- I mean, people. Yes, he's spending money. Let's just, let's move on from that. Like I said last week, we got to get him to spend it wisely. Yes. he spends it. Yeah. Well, I mean, spend last it wisely. Year, honestly, last year, if if Tur- Turner hadn't said we're we're cool with the offensive line, I think they would have went out and got another offensive lineman. I mean, I'm honestly, I'm fine with what they did, except for they didn't protect the offense or fix the offensive line. Everything else they did in the offseason last year is great. I hundred percent. Uh, I agree hundred percent with that. But we all know that priority should have been the offensive line. Oh yeah, for when, sure. When you think that you've addressed the shittiest soft part of my French offensive line in football by <laughs> signing a guy who had started twelve games in his NFL career at guard when you need a tackle, there's something wrong. That's exactly right. I mean. It is it is what it is. And and to bring back Bobby Hart and Redmond. Yeah. After the year they had, the year before. I up in my mouth a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> to do that. And I don't care what Jim Turner Jim Turner said. I don't care how much he thinks he knows about football. I, I still today put that on Zach Taylor. I don't put that on Mike Brown. Mike Brown hired a coach to to lead a team. And to lead a team. You are in charge of all the positions. The position. Well, you put it on Zach and you put it on Duke. I'm more putting it on. I'm putting it on Zach Taylor. It's his team. Well, well, Duke's the the quote unquote GM. Who's got the final say so? Yeah, I see. If it's my team, I'm going to make sure I have the final say so. Because it's your head as well. Exactly. Be smart enough to know it's my head that's on the chopping block. Either way, they all screwed up. You blame all of them. It was asinine to not address the offensive line. It was the dumbest thing ever. I don't, I mean, like I, like I said, if you guys go back and watch my videos, you said, I said it I'm best, just a guy with a YouTube channel. And if I know they should fix the offensive line, I'm sure well, you know, they should know it. Or I'm, I was hoping I'd be wrong, but I wasn't. I called I the freaking honest. injury for crying out loud. You know how bad I feel? I mean, <laughs> you on, did. These you, guys you are making me look like. Like a Browns fan, yeah, yeah. yeah but you, the Browns fan crap again. I'll kill every. I, I, I'll find you. But but Jeremy, you calling the injury? That's like watching a drunk guy get into a car and say he's probably gonna wreck. We're getting a wreck. <laughs> yeah. So. There you go. All right, My Josh man. says Pitts is underweight, but six five two forty. He can get up to fifteen, no problem. He's got the frame. I wouldn't say tweener. Six five two forties. You can add up there fifteen. That's that's pretty pretty good size. You know it is, but we've also you know got a a a, a six seven two fifty nine or whatever. And, and sample is also a big boy. He's like six two two forty something like that. It it kind of is a twin. Let me tell you why it's a tweener. Because they called him that. Over and over again, every Florida game I watched. Yep. Okay, and he was playing wide receiver. He was playing in the in, in goal line situations. 
when you're putting a tight an extra tight end in there to knock that ball in the end zone, Pitts was not the guy on the end of the line. He was the guy standing out there in the slot or standing to catch the ball. So a tight end to me is a bruiser, somebody that can block, and then when need be, he can run a route, catch passes. That, but I love Pitts. Don't get me wrong. I love Pitts. My dad actually loves Pitts. He's Jamar Chase a little more, but but he loves uh, Kyle Pitts. And I'm not hating on Kyle Pitts whatsoever. Right. If we take him, I will not be upset. As long as the offensive line is taken care of and we've got somebody that can get to the damn pass rusher and take him down. Not letting exactly. him loop-de-loop and run around to find an open receiver. I got well, I got I got I got here. I, I got a comment on this Jets fan because he's I think he's too busy in the chat trying to piss everybody off. He's not paying attention to what we're actually saying. He <laughs> he said you can't have all the weapons you want, but if you don't have time to throw the ball at this point, dude. That's what we've been saying this whole show. The Pay Jets know that. Yes. <laughs> so better than anybody. Right, yeah. exactly. So we've been saying or that Donald, or sister, whoever you are. But I mean, we got a live link. You can come on the show and talk, you know, just like Keith is, if you want to. So absolutely, anyway, go ahead, Keith. Sorry. Well, here's the other thing, and and this is a little bit deeper than we normally talk about. But if you notice the teams that get a good pass rush and are successful, they get it with their front four. That's one thing I don't like about the Bengals. They seem to think you get a, a Carl Lawson. The, the the gazer kid and this is nothing against those players because they're they're good players i think they're going to develop into better players uh davis gazer especially but oh yeah where you want to get your pass rush is that front four yes well that's and, what that's what the buccaneers did the whole right. four guys they that's that's all they did they never blitzed one time oh well, right, good and and real quick just look at the Bengals when we were winning Dunlap, Geno Atkins, Damata yep. Pecco, Michael uh-huh. Johnson, when he was yep. in his Yep. Right. We won. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the, I mean, okay. Do we, the thing is, we never saw a full season of DJ Reader. So that's the other thing everybody's got to remember. We're going to get True. him back, and he will put pressure on that quarterback as much as Geno did. I don't know because, I, like I said, we didn't see him all year. He is a good player. If you get Lawson and you get Hubbard, you get one more guy, I think, to rotate in there. I think you're going to be that, – that's your four. But see, DJ Reader was brought in as a 3-4 guy. You know, he was the middle right. run stuffer type guy. Yep. So he's not going to exactly be that quarterback attack. That's where your linebackers yep. come in for, right. from the 3-4 defense, and we never played it. So we right. really haven't got to see – how well DJ Reader can play stopping the run and allowing our linebackers certain ones to blitz this guy here, this guy every now and again, mix it up like a three, four defense, you know, or, or a three, four defense. I mean, you know, that's, that's what he came here to do. And we never got to see it happen. Well, uh, you know what? I, I, I agree with the Jets fan. Sorry. I didn't mean to call you out. If you were talking trash, my fault. Just go ahead. Sorry. One, one thing that nobody talks about, I, I was surprised at Mike Daniels. Mike Daniels, when he was healthy, played yeah. well. Yeah. And I, I don't know where he's at uh, contract-wise. I'd bring him back. Oh, he wants yeah. to come back. I know, I, I know that because I, I heard him on Shine on Sports talk about how excited he was about Joe Burrow and stuff. 
Yeah. And I, I think we signed. If him we signed him for, I think we signed him two years, but I'm not. I'm not sure. And I, I agree with Nick here. Reader certainly not the pass rusher that Gino is, but I mean Gino was an elite. <laughs> there wasn't too many guys in football that were as good it, as Gino. But, but the thing is, if he can, that was he my can, point though. He's yeah. not built for that. He's right. He's but, built but if he takes on two guys, and that opens it up for somebody else, that's kind of my point. I think he's he's going to be there to do enough to put pressure on there to create oh, yeah. double teams. And then that's when guys can shoot with the three forward work like it's supposed exactly. to. Play. You know. Well, even if he he doesn't have to get to the quarterback if he right. like yeah. you said if he can occupy two guys and get push up the middle that's where you get your sacks. That's How many all. times you see guys come off the edge and miss and the quarterback steps up throws it thirty yards downfield? Right. If you're getting pressure from the middle, there's no place for him to step up. And the thing is, too, you got you got him, and that they signed Mike Daniels. I'm pretty sure Mike Daniels is a two year a two year guy. Well, this is one thing that killed me this year. I could not wait to see Gino Reader and Daniels. I wanted to see that rotation. I thought that was going to be a key yeah. to our defense, and we did not see it one single game, none, no game at all. No, all three of them didn't play together at any time at any point last year. But and that I will really t- hurt the defense. I think. Yep, and I will tell you this really quick. It may have been a blessing in disguise because if we are going to play a 3-4 defense, we've got to have Reader in the middle, Mike Daniels beside him, another big boy beside him, whoever it may be, and that's where Josh Bynes, who came from a 3-4 defense in Baltimore and who was a bad, bad man, and the rest of our linebackers that we took in last year's draft, to play three, four, to send them guys on blitzes. And it's not just four men rushing, four yeah. men rushing, four men rushing. And, and the guy sits around all day long looking for an open guy in the zone. I mean, people think I'm crazy when I say that the Bengals are going to win Super Bowl next year, which I say, and I'm, I'm saying it in jest, but I say it every year. But I really do, in my heart, heart believe that the Bengals are going to be a contending playoff team next year. I mean, it's just like Marvin says here. Fixing this bucks. team. Is well right with it. Here. Yeah, I got I'm gonna go do that this week. Well, if the snow stops, I can make it to Indiana, I'll do it. Uh, but fixing the team is well within reach. There's lots of opportunity to grow if we use free agency on the O-line and draft Roger Sheaver, DN linebacker, all eyes on the coaching staff. Exactly. And that, we could fix all the problems with the team on the, the players. We could fix it so it's good enough to be a contender. Then, like he said, it's all on the coaching staff, then, and that's where me and Jeremy has said a lot of times, in our mind, if Zach doesn't make the playoffs next year, he's gone. I mean, I don't see – and if Joe Burrow is healthy all year and you fix that offensive line, you fix the defensive line, there's no reason that we shouldn't make the playoffs. No. Well, here's the thing, and and this goes back to what we've been talking about. That's why it's so important to get Burrow another weapon. you got to fix the offensive line. Do that through free agency. But get Burrow a weapon – get at least one more guy on defense that's a difference maker because from what we saw this year for Burrow, you know he's going to keep you in that game. Oh, yeah. yeah. And our record is totally different, a play here or a play there. And I think basically if you fix the O-line, you get a difference maker on offense, difference maker on defense, you're in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, there's so many games that when Joe Burrow was in there, like you said, play here, play there. We win the damn game. <laughs> so many. It was, yeah. it, was, it was frustrating. Oh, my God. 
Me and Jeremy come on here every Monday. Would it be if it's not this? Then it's this. It's like ah. Oh. <laughs> Nick uh, just quoted the base three four is fine, yeah. but let's be real. 85 percent of the the game team run nickel, and that's what the Bengals have done. Except it's probably ninety five percent. Right. They, they're not. They brought in all these players for a certain defense, and that's why our defense looked great one week. They would f- get a team figured out, figure out, and they look horrible the next. We've got to stick with one thing because if we don't, we're just. And that's why, again, I said I put it on coaching. You can blame it on scouts, whatever. But man, if I'm Zach Taylor and I'm on the chopping block, I want to know who my linemen are. I want to. I want to watch them. I want to make sure they're good. I want to make sure our linebackers are who we need them to be. Our defensive guys, our run, even to our running back, Joe Mixon. We already know he's good. I want to make sure he's given 110 percent because as a coach, I know that next year I may not be here and I may never get a chance to do this again. All right, Gamer says uh, you're going to need 10 plus wins to make the playoffs in the FC. Ah. <laughs> I don't know because the Steelers, I think the Squealers are going to be down. The Browns, you don't know. I mean, Browns could be, they were good, but they weren't like awesome, you know? And then the Raven, the Ratbirds, I honestly think people are starting to figure them out, to be honest. So I, I don't know. I mean, we're going to, I don't know. It's, oh, yeah. it's you it's know, my to say that. AFC huh? North was garbage this year. Yeah. yeah. The, those three teams had the three easiest schedules in the league. They should have, and, and if you watch Pittsburgh play, if their games had been called on the level, they're yeah. eight and eight. No. And that's, that's, what pissed, that's what pissed me and Jeremy off so bad is we had an easy schedule and, <laughs> and we lost so many damn close games. It's like, we played the NFC least for crying out loud. And and and, and their team went seven and nine and went, you know, the Eagles and went to the damn playoffs for crying out loud or whatever. Give well, me a break. Uh on top of that, you look at who those teams played. And I think the Bengals did too outside of their division. He had the Jaguars. You had the Texans. You know, the, the, I, I, I figured it out one day. You, if you were decent, you had nine wins. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, well, even the year we went to the, the uh, five straight playoffs, it wasn't, ten, you know, 10 wins every year. I think it was, we were nine and seven one year, I think. And, I mean, it, it, it was a tough division to win. So yeah. this year, I, I, I mean, I, I honestly think, I think people, like I said, I think people are figuring the Ravens out. I think the Bengals have got a shot to make this thing. And I don't necessarily think you're going to need 10 wins to win it. I hope not because we were 10 and six. What was it? Uh, 15, 16, 15. whatever. 15. And, you know, I, what we get a we, wild card? We had one home game. That's right. Yeah, yeah, we won the division. And, and that's, that's how we right. that's how we had had the crazy ending to the Squealers uh, game. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, but you know, a lot of times but but when we, when we played uh, the Chargers, that was a wild card. Then we played, I think the two years we played the Texans, one of those was a wild card. Yeah. We, all we, we only won the division once. Yeah, and, and we were we were ten and six just about every one of those so, w- winning the wild card a lot of times in our division. Hopefully, it goes different soon because there's no more Flacco. We got Lamar Jackson, but I think Lamar Jackson is just about figured out. 
I think Big Ben is just about done. Now they're going to have to restart completely at quarterback. And the Browns, Cocker, Baker, Mayfield, yeah. he can yeah, that's that's where I get. He, he says Browns have thirty million dollars to roll over in the cap space. They will bring in more great players. That's awesome, but they still have Baker Mayfield as a quarterback. I'm still yeah. not sold on him. Yeah. No, I mean, and we got I, and we got forty that, million. That that's the thing. If you look at the quarterback situation in the AFC North, who's got the best quarterback? Right here, future wise. Yeah, I think it's Joe Burrow. And, and everybody, well, you know, Lamar Jackson won the MVP. Lamar, dude, Lamar Jackson. Those I I those running quarterbacks only last for a couple years, and they either figure them out or they get injured. I mean, or look they at, can't throw, or they can't. Or yeah, look at Cam Newton. Look at RG three. Look at you know. Look at all the guys. I mean, James it's nothing Lewis. to do with the color of their skin or anything. I mean, look. I mean, no. it, it's it's just a fact. They don't last that long. I mean, they, I mean, Michael Vick would have been an exception because he could throw the ball. <laughs> you know, he he could throw it on a, on a freaking line. Yeah. But he still wasn't that he still wasn't that accurate either. That's Cam Newton. He can throw it, but he's not accurate. Right. So that's where I'm like the most important position in football. We got the best player in our division, I think. I do too. And I'm well, I'm, I'm stoked about Jackson, it. Jackson Jackson is the, the formula is real easy. Take away his tight end, keep him in the pocket. If you take and, away his tight end, keep him in the pocket, you will be the Ravens. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's first, what the Titans first did playoff last year game. The first playoff game showed you exactly mm-hmm. what to do against Baltimore, and the Bengals better have that tape playing over and over and over again. Well, come that's training. Where, that's where the Bengals have had got to have the players to be able, like Key said, to cover the tight end. Exactly. That's our problem. We don't have that. Well, I think our linebackers do. I just think they were all rookies. Like you know, it, it's yeah, tough. So. It's well, it goes back to pass rush, too. Yep. There you it's, go. It doesn't matter how, how good you cover him. If you got to cover him for five seconds, you're not going to cover him. Yep. And is, I mean, yeah. Real quick, guys, is um, not Von. Von Miller, is he still out there? I heard a rumor the other day about Von Miller and how he was in touch with somebody from Cincinnati. Yeah. Well, he got in trouble for something. Oh, he, he, had a, he had a DUI or something. I can't remember what it was. I don't oh, know. Really? I heard he, he might be getting released, and the Bengals weren't brought up. I it was just I, I didn't know if anybody knew that if he had been released or if he was out of his contract, a free agent. I didn't know. I was just asking you guys, but may, hey, maybe something there. You never know. Yeah. Uh, Jets fan says, we don't know if Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in the division. It's way too early. To tell how good he is. Well, he had three four hundred, three three hundred yard games, one four hundred right. yard game on a crappy offensive line. Basically, all the guy right. could do, yeah, basically all the guy could do was take a three step drop and get rid of the ball. And he did all that with this crappy offensive line, dude. We know, <laughs> we know hey, he's good. You know what tells you more about Joe Burrow than anything else? That? that he got hit the number of times that he did, and he made it as far through the season as he did. Yep. Well, and the thing is, and he's still looking downfield. Head, if you man. watch when he got hit, he's still looking downfield, and that's that's what happened to uh uh not De- not Derek Carr, but his brother. Um, he was out. He was the Houston Texans uh, David quarterback. Oh, David, David Carr. Carr. Yeah, he got hit more than anybody. And same thing happened to David Klingler. They started looking at the rush instead of downfield. And once they do that, you can't be a quarterback anymore. Yep. And, you know, that's oh, what why we- the Klingler was criminal. 
Oh, oh. well, it was it was so stupid to draft a run and shoot quarterback and try to make him a, a drop back pass or something he hadn't done. Oh. I mean, that's just, I mean that's as dumb as taking if they took Lamar Jackson and tried to make him a, a drop back quarterback and, and instead they Baltimore was smart and they changed their whole offense and did it around what he's good at. And that's what NFL teams do more now than they used to do. You, they used to be like, all right. Well, we do it this way. Well, what if your quarterback yeah. isn't good at doing that? You drafted him. You should know what he's good at doing. And you <laughs> took him one. You took right. him one. Well, it's it's a your franchise guy. We took him one, and we still had Boomer Esiason. Boomer still played another, what, seven years? Yeah. It was stupid. And, and, and you know what? As, as, as much as I am down on Zach Taylor, and I still think he's gone after this year if this team doesn't significantly improve. But – Unlike Bruce Coslett, Dick LeBeau, uh, all these coaches that we've had, I do see there's one thing I do see about Zach Taylor, and that is once we took Burrow, he changed our offense to suit him, which is something that I have not seen a Bengals coach, Dave Shula, we could go on, do in a long time. And if there's anything that's going to help the Bengals this year, if he can be back day one, we get our problems on the line, offense and defense taken care of. I can see us going somewhere this year with Zach Taylor on the record. You know what impressed me with him the first game was. Oh, he came came back and won the game. Well, (laughs) not just that. How many rookie quarterbacks do you see? that know when to get rid of the ball, when the play's dead, throw it away. Ninth, I mean, that's one of the biggest problems Dalton had. Even when yeah. he was a veteran, he held yeah. the ball too long. Mm-hmm. Burrow, when he, got, when he got sacked, when he took a hit, it was because the rush was coming too quick for him to do anything. Right. Uh, and, and that impressed me that he had the presence of mind to say, okay, you know what, nothing here. Let's move on to the next play. Yep. And Dalton would push it, and he'd throw a pick. That's why he had a a, a ton of them. Yeah, a ton of picks. I mean, he would he would get flustered and oh, get rid of it, and you know, I don't have to explain to him. You y'all saw the picks just like I did. Burley's not push it to Green. Wherever Green was, that's where he was throwing. That's that's another good thing that 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 Burrow doesn't do. He doesn't throw target one guy. If you're open, he'll throw the ball to you. He doesn't care who it is. And I don't think Green liked that too much. I think that played into some of what we saw this year. (laughs) He might not have. All right. Uh, Let's see here. I'm going to get back to Titus's comment up here. He said, I'm sorry, but if you don't don't pan out, make sure we can get Eric the enemy next year. I'm down. I'm fine with that. uh, Set it for three years. Yeah. What kills with that is he he didn't even really get a a look at this year. I I don't understand why. Yeah, that's just crazy. We got a couple more here, and I think we're gonna roll on out of here. Um, let's see here, yeah. Keith. I, well, by the way, just real quick, I heard B enemy was coaching waiting for the Chiefs, and he really wants to stay there. So, oh, maybe that's, that's something I did here, just to give him some love and to say, yeah, nobody wanted him. I are. already turned down quite a few, right. but so Keith, this is not you. This is another Keith. <laughs> All kinds of rumors going on. Some Cleveland fan told me. The Bengals would be looking into linebacker Ruben Foster, free agent from Washington. I thought he had knee issues, but not sure. 
Hey, what do you guys know about that? That that's another three four linebacker out of Alabama, and if he's healthy, I'd love to have Ruben Foster. I watched that kid play; he's a monster. He's a monster. Now he had some off the field issues, though. He did. Hmm. So, you know, anyway, and, and Mark I'm, I'm ain't here anymore. So, yeah. Either way, I'm excited. I can't. I can't wait for this stuff to start happening. I want to find out what the Bengals are going to do. Um, That's, I'm, I'm. I'm hyped up. I'm. I'm t- honestly. I'm tired of talking about what they could do. I want to talk about what they're doing <laughs> or, or what they did do. I can't right, wait for the that. show where we all can get together. All. Right. Hundreds and hundreds of us, and be like, we did this, we did that, we did okay. that. Now we are going to be good. Exactly. Oh, All right, yeah. Keithy. I appreciate you, brother. I think me and Jerry are rolling out of here, but appreciate you hanging on for as long as you did. Thanks, guys. Thank no you, Keith. New day. All right, Jeremy. Deep. Yep. I had some other stuff I was going to say, but I'll save it for tomorrow. We were, we talked so much and that shoot and I, I thought we were, weren't going to have anything to talk about today. Holy smokes! Me too, man. We're we're like a <laughs> seventeen sec or an hour and seventeen seconds. It's crazy. Yeah, this is awesome. But I appreciate all you guys watching. Make sure you guys uh, like, subscribe, share. Give me the thumbs up. Go uh, to the YouTube channel. Subscribe. Make sure you hit the bell for the notifications. Also, want to thank Who Day Nation and Ohio State Bucknuts for letting me live stream on there. Appreciate those guys, Josh. Who was on the show with us earlier is the origin, the founder of Who Day Nation. So I appreciate him letting me be on the show, letting us be on his his page. And you guys, I invite you to join my group here. I'm messing with my computer while I'm talking; it's not working out too good. Uh, join my Facebook groups. They are Bengals Brigade, uh, Bearcat Ruckus, Radical Reds, and then the Ice Bar, which is the Ice Bar is the one that started to blow up on us. That's the show page. That me and Jeremy are on. Uh, we just, it's silly TikToks, memes, just having fun. It's a virtual bar, is what I call it. We're at the ice bar, chilling out, hanging out, talking sports, talking smack, talking whatever you want to talk about. We even talk some wrestling on there for some some of our viewers who, who like wrestling. That's 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 where we talk wrestling if uh, we ever talk that. Because we got there, we'll talk wrestling, we can, but most of the time, everyone's talking Bengals football. So. Join, uh, you can also follow me on my other social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I'll be pulling the sound off of this later on tonight and putting it on the podcast. Make sure you like, rate, and review, and give me a five-star review. I'm on BeanPod, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. YouTubers, you guys are awesome. We're at 836 subscribers. That is awesome. Hopefully, added some more people here. While we're watching the show, that'd be great. And other than that, Jeremy D. First of all, do you remember what city we live in? Second of all, are you ready to roll on out of here? Actually, <laughs> thank you for ringing that up, Jeff. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> but anyway. If you guys scene, don't know what we're talking about, you need to go watch the show Friday and see what happened at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See that. See how Jeff got me all screwed up and, you know. Cleveland, Cincinnati, all this bull crap. You're in Alabama. You don't even remember where you're at half the time. I mean, you don't live in Huntsville. You live in, you know, Tuscaloosa, whatever. That's like, me. That's like telling, telling me, you don't live in Lexington. Oh, crap, I'm in Ohio. <laughs> but, no, in all honesty, uh, wanna definitely want to thank Josh, man, for jumping on. That was awesome. A uh, lot of good points. A lot of uh, – And Keith, he's been gone for uh, – as long as Josh was. 
Yep. Yep. About to bring up key two topics, um, stuff to talk about, people interested. I love it. Y'all, please don't forget. And I know I have friends that cannot watch us live, and there's quite a few of them. And they watch us on Sports with Strawberry Ice or the Ice Bar, but they don't watch us on YouTube. And if you will please, guys, and gals, actually, Leslie, I'm talking to you. Oh, um, calling her out. Calling yeah, her out. Calling her out. That's lady's um, talking to you. Go to YouTube. Yeah. Sports with Strawberry Ice. Yeah. And just click the like button. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal, but it kind of is a big of a de- that big of a deal because – we like it and it helps us and it makes things go much better. So everybody that's watching on all these different platforms, the ice bar, like Jeff has mentioned, uh, you know, Hootie nation, whatever, come join. Let's have some fun YouTube sports with strawberry ice and like the show. Yeah. Let's have some fun. We're all stuck inside right now. Cause that has nothing to do with, with a COVID. It's a freaking snowstorm. Even, even, snowstorm. even Jeremy in Alabama is getting ice. I've looked out my window about four times now, and it is coming pretty hard. A lot of ice. Ow. Just hope that the electricity stays on. Well, doesn't wait, matter. Wait, wait, I, what, what, what was that? Was that a just hope, or was that a just hope? It like just, you said, a just hope. hope. Oh, hope. And, <laughs> and hopefully hey, we how will. Many, how many salt trucks do they have in Alabama? I'm just curious. Um, that would be one. Ooh. Take away one. <laughs> so none. So, so zero. I, oh, no. good. You know your math. Okay, good deal. One in a row for Jeff. Woo-hoo! That's yeah. right. So where, wherever you're watching from, go to YouTube, Sports with Strawberry Ice. Give us yeah, a like. Stuck on a mountain. All weekend. Subscribe. Yes, I, I run a mountain. And actually, they shut the mountain down when this stuff happens. So He's good thing stuck. I bought all my toilet paper. Yes. Yes. Very important. Toilet paper, bread, and milk. Make sure you have all that because all that, all that runs out quickly. Exactly right. So. <laughs> As always, as always, remember one thing, guys, and one thing only, and that is you don't live in Cleveland. Yeah. You live in Cincinnati. So act like it. Let's go, Bucks. Let's go, Bengals. Let's go, Bearcats. Let's go, Ohio sports in general, because I know Jeff likes his hockey too. Yeah, Blue Jackets are playing tonight, baby. Seven o'clock. We got to watch it. And I'll leave it at that. (laughs) And other than that, that's just sports, baby.